0: Hey there, and welcome to episode 3 of season 2, yes?
1: Season 2022.
0: Season 2022, that worked out well. It's going to be easy to remember, at least for the rest of the 20s, what season we're on. You know?
1: This is indeed our second season. Yeah, it was a
0: it was good time. The year tells us three times. It was a good time to go one and one. Um,
1: yeah, what's our first note here? Officially us against the world, and it sure feels that way. We, yeah. got, we got people mad at us for not going to the games. We got people mad at us for not, I don't know, for believing our team is good.
0: The attendance stuff is weird. The attendance stuff is weird for sure. Um, cause I mean, that's, it's like, it's got nothing to do with us, you know? Well, and Um, it's just
1: like, have you guys looked around the league everywhere? It's cold and miserable on a Tuesday night. No one's going to baseball games. I don't understand what the hubbub's about, honestly.
0: Um, well, and also just like everything that's been, everything that's been going on, everything that's been going on with the tickets and everything like that. It's like, of course people aren't going to show up, especially when they're moving times, you know? Yeah. Um I feel like that didn't get talked about enough, quite enough, that um yeah, what they they moved the game from what 7 to 3.
1: It's pretty weird that they did that. I mean, I can't think of another time that that has happened. It makes sense from a, you know, weather perspective to get the game in, but um yeah, I can't think of a time the A's moved a game like the day before in recent
0: memory. No, no, at least, and, and it just all felt very, I mean, obviously it's just them reporting on what they're going to report on, you know, like that's, it is pretty noteworthy that, uh, that the number was that small at our home opener, but also, yep. you know, when, with context considered, it makes a lot of sense and it, that felt really cherry picked. But anyway, it feels like we're getting bullied a little bit and I don't love it.
1: Yeah, you got like Damon Bruce out there saying that like, there's one bartender for 70 people, but he takes a picture of like a mostly empty bar and like she's taking pictures of cobwebs on the back of the seat. Like I don't give a sh- I don't care about cobwebs on the third deck of seats. Like I just don't care. I don't well, care. I mean, it, it and is- And so many people are saying that the experience is totally normal and fine. Like yes, the ticket prices are high. They don't have any cool promotions scheduled this year. Admittedly, that's all very weird and is a turnoff, but I don't know if if truly they're all just so focused on building this new ballpark that they don't have time to plan all these promotions. I don't know. We, we've said it before. We don't care as long as the new ballpark is still.
0: Yeah, and I mean it's not. This isn't like the approach that I would ideally love a team to take in general. Yeah, like of course, but it's also you. Like we know what the temperature of the water is. You know, like I feel like you're in for a long season if you're gonna get. Your panties in a bunch every time something like this pops up. Like, yeah, they're, it's essentially major league. Like, they are, it is truly the, it feels a little bit like the management doesn't really care how much the team wins. But thankfully, the guys on the field seem to care, which is good news. But, uh, yeah, they're, they don't, they don't really care. So if, if something pops up on like a random Thursday, like today, you know, where it seems like the A's don't care, like, yeah they they don't care as much as they should that's like you know and also good good for everyone listening if you didn't if you didn't buy tickets if you didn't go like i'm we're far away so it's um we we kind of can't go anyway cuz it's not really like feasible for us to just like pop up there and go to a game in oakland um i mean i probably would if i could if i had time i would but also
1: i'm going to go in june
0: yeah yeah but also i mean this is this is kind of the only way to deliver any sort of message to John Fisher. You know? Um,
1: it's odd times. We could, we could talk about this for a long time. But the yeah. moral of the story is it's happening and we are here to help us as fans have fun throughout this season. And so the let's good get down is,
0: to that. Yeah, the good news is that's like basically what we were just talking about for the last couple minutes or whatever. Is like the only Bad part. Everything else is.
1: Yeah, it's just people pretty, telling us we shouldn't be having fun, yeah. but it turns out we're having fun. We're still having
0: a great time, and they're still they're good. The talent evaluation continues to be impressive. I will say, they do not miss very often. You know, I mean, this seems like a like a good a group of pretty good baseball player. You know, they're they're they seem fairly talented, and a lot of them seem overlooked. Tony Kemp. Tony Kemp is the man. Tony Kemp is like absolutely the man.
1: There's uh, a lot of performances going on. Sheldon Noisy really stepping up. He's getting an opposite field single every time he steps to the plate. He really yeah, is. Yeah, you can say what you want about small sample size, but the fact of the matter is the A's stand a half game out of first place. They're a full game ahead of the Houston Astros uh they're right in the thick of it they have a plus 16 run differential you know who uh that is better than pretty much Just everyone. about everybody
0: yeah
1: <laughs> literally only the indians yeah sorry the guardians the guardians have a plus 25 nobody else in the american league has anything better than the a's and it looks so, and it,
0: it's it's passing the eye test you know
1: it is these guys are playing hard they're they're putting up good at bats. They're hitting the ball all over the field. They're not just dependent on the long ball, but they do hit the long ball. They've got hitting with runners in scoring position, which is obviously not going to stay at this clip all year. But oh my gosh, if they can stay anywhere close to this, like they're going to keep putting up numbers.
0: I mean, I think what, um, and kind of to come back to, um, the change in hitting coach, you know, ch- changing, changing the change in the, the change in staff has on some level seemed to change the approach a little bit and it's working better with runners on base.
1: Yeah. Tommy average has told these dudes don't swing 110% every time, maybe like go 90% and like hit the ball where it's pitched. And guess what? Your batting average will shoot through the roof compared to what it was before.
0: Well, and, and also working. just in, in like in clutch, in, in clutch situations, you know, with runner on third, less than two outs. Um, literally, please just stop trying to do too much. You know, like you, you need to just put the ball in play. Like a lot of things, a lot of things can go right if you put the ball in play in those situations. And it seems like they're doing those little tiny things way better than they were doing them last year. Yeah, like almost so to a point team... where it's like I, it's unbelie- it, it's lightweight, unbelievable. Honestly, there, there, I do
1: not miss, I do not miss the twenty twenty one is just think if the Ace last year didn't trade for Starling Marte, I mean just take away Matt Olson. There's literally nothing there. I can't think of any bright spot. like all I see is Chris Bassett getting hit in the face and Ramon Loriano going down and like it's just bleak. And then you this year you just got all these dudes playing for their lives every day, putting on a show, trying their hardest. Um, it's I will say it was a little it's such bit a different vibe.
0: I'm a little bit, the only sad news, really, is the um, Stephen Boat thing. The Stephen Boat thing is a bummer. It's a bummer city, man. That is
1: a bummer. I, I wasn't watching closely. I didn't actually see that collision take place. Um, no, I, I guess, didn't. like, I'm happy that it didn't just, like, happen out of thin air, you know? Yeah. That kind of ha- can not happen with some older injury-prone fellows. Yeah, so, it seems at like at least there, been there been was, okay? like, something
0: hard. Which is fine. He'll be, he seems like he'll be back soon enough.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. I hope so. I mean, you know, this he may not have contributed a lot to this point in the season, but you can feel Stephen Boat is a big part of this team and the mentality and the spirit. Like they kind of represent a Stephen Boat baseball player as a whole.
0: Yeah, and I think, um, yeah, we'll circle back to we'll circle back to Stephen Boat kind of in this sense a little bit later cuz I uh I have a question in the back of my head that he is definitely a very good answer to.
1: Yeah, uh, I see where that's going. So yeah, let's uh we got Pache. He's had some incredible performances. He's making amazing catches, if he's not making amazing catches, he's getting a clutch home run. He hit another clutch home run today to get the A's on the board, the first home run by an Oakland Athletic at home this season. Yeah. And he's just a lot of fun. He's 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 got the right smile in the right place. He's making funny faces. He's, you know, he's flexing on people. That catch he made, this is, I'm just jumping right to it. I can't, I can't hold back, but my favorite moment of the week was that catch he made in right center. I think it was Wednesday night or Wednesday afternoon and he went up against the wall or maybe it was Tuesday, but he got in his glove. They bobbled it straight up in the air and then he caught it again on his way down and you know, he was just so excited about it. And it was some of the most energy we've seen in a defensive play in some time.
0: Well, and I mean, he, he is a very good center fielder. He is
1: clearly an elite center fielder. Sometimes that ball. It's like he moves the ball telepathically. It's like, how did he get there in time? There's no yeah. way that ball was gonna fall.
0: Um, and I don't think it is the worst. I don't think it's the worst luck ever that Marcotte is his manager. No. You know, I and think he's Christian. I think I think Christian, pa- Christian Pache was was uh probably born reading baseballs pretty well off the bat. You know, and. Uh, Having conversations with Mark Kotze about that is not a bad thing at all because I remember when Mark Kotze was wearing an A's jersey in center field, it looked like he somehow was already fully aware of where they were going to be going, you know? So um, it's nice to see Christian Pache doing, doing similar stuff, at least. Um, my, really, really, my only concern is that he has not walked at all. Not one time.
1: Yeah, that's kind of a, a problem with the whole team at the moment. But
0: yeah, you mentioned that some people it's... are walking.
1: For instance, Tony Kemp. He's he's next on the list here. He's he's got a 408 on base, and Tony's walked eight times, only struck out five. So
0: and he's making I think he's making hard contact, honestly.
1: Yes, he is. Yeah, there's a different approach going on. It's not it's not the old. A's approach of home run, strike out, walk. I mean, there's a lot more of put the ball in play, I think is a huge part of the mentality now. Um but you know, maybe for dudes like Tony who have really honed the the patience game, you know, they stick to that that plan. I don't know. They're probably a different philosophy for different guys depending on who they are. But Tony is really crushing it. He's it's interesting to see with the addition of Nick Allen. Uh, Tony Kemp's kind of being pushed to the outfield. I, I personally hope Nick Allen makes the case to stay, and that is something we have to deal with from now on. Is maybe putting Tony Kemp in the outfield,
0: I don't, which I don't mind at all. You know, I, no, he's it, great in the outfield, I, and I really, at this point, the way we seem to be put together, um, we need his bat in the lineup.
1: And shout out Tony. I mean, he's playing a mean second base. It's not like
0: he has made, I mean, well, I don't know. It's hard to put a number on it, but I would say at least six great plays already this year.
1: There was one inning in the series where he made all three outstanding plays in one inning, which kept the A's ahead, I think, maybe game one. Yeah, and I mean, I, just, this whole team, man, they're so versatile. It's amazing. I, lo- it, yeah. I really, I'm really liking the way this is working out so far.
0: It's, I mean, we could literally, we could talk about, we could obviously talk about these dudes all day, but I mean, I, if Sean Murphy holds, he's going to put up a like, like seven WAR, eight WAR.
1: Yeah, we might be seeing uh, a superstar blossoming in front of
0: us with Sean Murphy he is hitting the absolute crap out of the ball every time he hits the ball.
1: And you know, I'm having the thought, like he looks like when he misses, he barely misses. If he just goes through that like 2021 20, Matt Olson transformation where he just starts swinging like five percent less hard, yeah, totally. I think I think we're gonna see some of these numbers really take off.
0: Yeah, and I mean he's it, it might be happening right now
1: because like he doesn't have to hit the ball 115 miles an hour. You know he could hit 105 miles an hour. That's fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but he, I mean, he. I I can understand. I can't, I haven't been in the position, but I would imagine if he can hit a ball 105 miles an hour, hitting it 115 is like even more fun. Um, But yeah, whatever he's doing is working. And I think the way the team is put together is just sneaky good. They don't have that many holes. You know, I mean, you need, I think what I'm starting to like about them, I'm not 100% convinced yet. Um, but what it looks like so far, um, in the past when, whatever you want to call them, rebuilds, retools like this haven't gone well, um, they didn't go well because they were the expectation, the, to be successful dudes needed to play way above their heads. Um, and you know, that's, you can't really rely on that happening. I think what's interesting about this group is... All of them do two or three things really well. And all they need to do on a given day for the team to have a chance to win is those two or three things. You know, like if they do a fourth or fifth thing, also awesome on a given day, then we even have a better chance to win. Totally. We really really don't need Christian Pache to hit 35 home runs for him to be valuable for us. We need him to be okay, maybe walk a few more times than he has, and play his butt off in center field. And I think yeah, he's and, gonna and be generally fast. And I think he's gonna I think he is. I I'm I guarantee as long as he stays healthy he's gonna do that. I know that in my heart. Like I've watched him, what, fourteen games, and I already know the effort is not gonna be an issue. And there's a lot like Tony Kemp just needs to have good at bats. You know, like Seth Brown just needs to get into one every few games. You know, the pitchers just need to throw strikes. Like these aren't we're not doing we don't need <sighs> Dalton Jeffries to win a Cy Young to make the playoffs. You know, like, we just need these dudes to perform in the roles that have been assigned to them. And it seems like they might be able to do it.
1: <laughs> so, so far, so good. And Mark Kotze is just proving to be the man for the job. He, You can see him during these games. He's pulling strings, and he's pushing buttons. And for the most part, they have worked. Um, he seems to be a little bit more proactive on yanking dudes and making moves in the bullpen, which I've really liked, especially... We've got all these dudes in the bullpen that we've virtually never seen pitch before, and we're getting the chance to see a lot of them on a nightly basis. He's pulling them, like, mid-inning. Um, and so far, I mean, it's working. It's working great. The A's have one of the better BRAs in baseball. It's, like, 3.3 right now. Uh, and the bullpen, I thought, was going to be just a dumpster fire. And lo and behold, it's not bad at all. So far, it's pretty good. we got the Zach attack. <laughs> uh, mojo going on. I guess I think Zach Lowe just went back down, but he'll be back. He'll He's be Zach, back.
0: Zach, Zach attack. Those, we those, We have As the Acevedo We have the Zach attack on the forty-man roster. That's really all that matters. Yep.
1: Um
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, we may have to do a whole separate show about the job that Marquez has done. Um,
1: it's incredible, and Mark, there's Mark. so much. Like we sound kind of crazy, I'm sure to people that aren't watching this team, but the depth. The depth is somehow – it's here, and it's insane. I don't – like you said, there's so many dudes that can do two to three things really well. Yeah, maybe they can't hit 30 home runs, but, like, they can play defense and they can slap the ball to the right side. If you just put all these dudes in the position to do this job and to do it well, I mean, Marcasa is doing just that. It's working great.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think out of the – how many bench players do we have? Like four, I think. Who knows with COVID
1: Um, right now? I mean,
0: but you know, so say, I don't know, but you have to, you have to glean out of 13 dudes, the overall value of nine above average players. And I think we can do that. I think we're very well situated to do that. It is definitely not the sexiest formula of all time, but it seems like it's going to work. And. We are man. We just keep finding arms, you know.
1: Yeah. Let's um, let's let's focus on the pitching, and we've talked about the bullpen a little bit, but the starting pitching and starting pitching from dudes not named Montas or Irvin necessarily has really been blowing me away. Yeah.
0: Um, and it's and that was one of those like connective tissue things this year that was gonna we didn't know. You know, I mean, it was, it was guys who had some talent for sure. Um, but had never gotten a really, really like uncut opportunity. Like, yo, go out there and like, you're really like to get removed, you're really gonna have to bomb for like three weeks straight, you know? Um, yep. and they just haven't been. And I wonder if there's some nice assurance in that, you know? Like a lot of these dudes are getting a genuine opportunity, you know? They're not getting a look for 10 at bats, 15 at bats to see how it goes, they're getting a honest-to-God look. And, man, Dalton Jeffries, Dalton Jeffries, and, I mean, Blackbird. we knew Blackburn was good. We knew Blackburn at least had stuff.
1: We did. We knew he could at least throw strikes consistently.
0: But Dalton Jeffries, I have honestly been pretty surprised by how he's got a little bit of sunny Gray to him.
1: I thoroughly enjoyed watching that man pitch this year. Uh, So, yeah, Dalton Jeffries currently sits as the third best pitcher in the American League by earned run average. He's got 1.17. That's right behind Justin Verlander. Uh, And then a little bit further down the list, you got Pauly B, 1.8 at number seven in the American League. And then, you know, not too much further, you got Frankie Montas at 3.63. And then Cole Irvin at 4.32. That's... Coming at number twenty-one in the AL. Um, all things considered, though, if you got four dudes in the top twenty-five in the league, could be worse. I mean, I mean we got mean, two in the top ten.
0: Frankie Montas looks legit. You know,
1: yeah. and Frankie's Frankie stuff is there, and Cole's. You know, he's looked a little bit hittable. Maybe he's leaving a few balls up. That's fine. He'll he'll figure it out.
0: Um. Yeah. Frankie Montas is Frankie Montas is a number one. In case anybody had any questions. He has put those and to that bed.
1: Splitter is mean. I think I heard something um this week about how nobody has a hit off his splitter this year. They're like 0 for twenty two. I'm not
0: surprised cool. at all. It's gnarly. And uh yeah, Dalton Jeff just for just for those playing the home game, Dalton Jeffrey's E R A plus is three hundred and fifteen. <laughs> so they,
1: they call that good.
0: That's pretty good, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know too much about this stuff, but I know that's good.
1: Nine strikeouts to three walks. Look, dude, Paul Blackburn has 14 strikeouts. I know. I know Paul that
0: Blackburn. Is. I don't I don't know. That's kind of elite. I'm not sure who this Paul Blackburn is. It was blown up. But I'm not mad at it at all.
1: The only other person who's jumping out at me right now like that is Kevin Gossman, who's got 22 strikeouts to no walks. And then, yeah, it's legitimately our man, Paul Blackburn, who has like the most aggressive K-to-walk ratio other than that. So, yeah, fun times. I did not, I don't think any of us saw Paul Blackburn striking now this many dudes. Who knows if it'll keep going, but he's he's been like in this fringe role for, feels like six years now. And yeah. it wouldn't be surprising if he's figured something out.
0: Well, and it was kind of one of those unique situations where he seemed to kind of blow through the minors a little bit. You remember? Like, yeah, and they nobody, got kind of hung up nobody, when he got to the bigs. Nobody could touch him for double A AA and triple A. And then, yeah. Quadruple A man, quadruple A is a big hurdle. Um,
1: so it's going well, and we got James Caprillion. He just made another AAA rehab start.
0: And he, I, I be believe in soon, think. I believe in him so much.
1: Absolutely, the man's a bulldog. He's a modern day Tim Hudson.
0: Absolutely, I think that's a great comparison. He even, they look similar. They
1: do. I mean. Bald head is hard to get look
0: past. Baldhead, baldhead, good fastball. That's and I mean, yeah, we don't. Man, I guess we have talked about it a little bit, and we're probably going to talk about it more. But the bullpen has shocked me. I thought the bullpen was going to be a disaster. It's,
1: it's great. I also thought it was going to be a disaster. Um. So is Danny I, Jimenez, the closer. i I know a lot of people feel like he should be. It's. Trevino does have a very long track record of being an above-average reliever, but he also has a very long track record of being chaotic at best.
0: Well, and I also so, have... I have some love for Lou Trevino in the eighth inning. you know, Yeah, I would, Trevino, I
1: would love some Lou in the seventh, in the eighth, maybe yeah. some sixth inning Lou.
0: He does seem to run into a little bit of a wall in high-leverage situations. And, well, like... You know, like, like, save situations, not necessarily high, high leverage situations because eighth inning, seventh, eighth inning Lou can sometimes be great. Um, but yeah, I think he has not nailed down the closer job and he's had maybe three years to do it. So, um,
1: I think let's shuffle it up. Well, no,
0: I guess what, two years. How long, when did Liam leave?
1: Yeah. He's, you know, he last, year was the first year he really had to lock it down. And he had it for a little bit. and then.
0: I just, I'm not sold on the Trevino. I don't think he's a bad pitcher, and I want to keep him on the A's, but I don't know if he should be our closer.
1: Yeah. And I'm not even sure Danny Jimenez is the answer, but right now, I have a lot... My, my heart beats slower when he's in the
0: ninth. Of yes. Lutruvino. He's looking pretty good. Um,
1: so, that could be an answer. I'm not... Nobody else so far has struck me as, like, this... This could be the dude. Like Acevedo's had moments where he looks real nasty, but I still don't think I trust him to locate his fastball in the ninth inning. No, day.
0: no. Um And Danny Mendez has his stuff, and that's he a does. big part he, of it. He club. can maybe get away with
1: a little bit more.
0: Yeah. Um. So what we, took, we
1: three
0: four, took three out of four. Four for the Orioles, which is good. It's a good sign.
1: We needed to do that.
0: Um, and.
1: The Orioles who just beat the Yankees, so we practically just beat the Yankees. We beat the, the Yankees
0: for. Um, And we have Texas next, and Texas is, Texas is a weird conversation.
1: <laughs> Texas uh, is a big pile of.
0: Yeah, dude, are you? Have you looked at these pitching numbers?
1: Worst in baseball. Um, I just had the team rankings up.
0: I early. mean, it's like. I mean, yes, worse than, yes. Worse than, baseball. <laughs> worse than baseball. Six point one like, eight. Well, it's just worse than 6. baseball. 18. But that is that is like so soundly supported by all the other numbers. Like everything. Not only are they pitching bad, but they're like pitching bad.
1: They have the highest whip.
0: They have hit eleven people in eleven. They're hitting the guy a game people are hitting two eighty four off of them
1: <laughs> They're the only team in baseball with no saves. They're 0 for two in saves <laughs> they've, <blown both> <laughs> they've given up
0: they've given up twenty three home runs in eleven games is that Yikes. that's the most by kind of a lot um they just can't pitch they can't who is even
1: oh-. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the next best Angels have given up seventeen.
0: Yeah, but th- that's a lot of home
1: runs, dude. The Angels, the Rangers, Angels, and Mariners are giving up bombs. They're the top three. Let's go. Well, this dude, is well. I
0: mean, like, newsflash: that Angels can't pitch again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Except Shohei. So as long as Shohei's healthy, I guess. They have That's, a true. That's
0: true. That's true. So gonna make us. She'll always gonna make me look like a duck. <sighs> She's gonna. I'm.
1: I'm sure Syndergaard's gonna make us feel bad about ourselves at some point. Oh,
0: dude, some of the some of the pitching names on this team are just. You ready for these? Garrett Richards. Martin Perez. On Matt... the Angels. No, on the on the on the Rangers. This is why they're. <laughs> Matt Moore. John Gray. Dane Dunning. They don't even have
1: Fulton anymore. The no, time. they don't have Faulty. They
0: don't have Faulty anymore. He, do you remember he mowed us down last year, like? 20. Yeah, I thought
1: he was on the come up, on the comeback.
0: Oh man, the Rangers so shockingly bad pitching from the Rangers, and but they're beating the Mariners right now actually. So we'll see what happens with that. But um, I feel like I feel pretty good about about us on offense, honestly. I feel strangely great about us pitching, and they're not hitting that well, right? I don't think
1: no. they're hitting that well. And I'm excited. Adam Oler's going tomorrow. It's another chance for him to iron things out. I mean, I feel like eventually he's going to have a good start. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's a little yeah, I mean, too optimistic. Been, he,
0: was, he was appreciably better last time than he was his first time out.
1: He looked a lot closer.
0: Um. So, yeah, the Rangers aren't even. The Rangers aren't hitting that well. Their OPS is actually higher than ours. But, um, yeah. It needs, to be, needs OPS it when you hit with
1: runners in scoring
0: position. <laughs> and also, their OPS needs to be a lot higher than that to overcome what's going on. What's going on with their pitching right now? So, anyway, yeah, I'm not really worried about the Rangers. So, uh yeah, a couple quick questions about like we're we should we should sweep them with the way we're playing right now, right?
1: Well, if Adam Mahler has a good start, then what does that get us to? Who's pitching after
0: that? Um, is it Frankie? Or did Frankie pitch two days ago?
1: It is Frankie. Frankie is Saturday.
0: And then Cole Irvin?
1: It's got to be, right? So, I mean, yes, I would say if Adam Muller can get the dub, it's it's looking good for the green and gold.
0: Um, And that yeah. would be – and, you know, I mean, obviously all of this is – I mean all of these podcasts, I guess at this point are like taken with a grain of salt that this is very early in the year, so none of this you know we're not making we're not saying any of these things that will hold for the rest of the year, but uh, yeah, if we sweep if we sweep the Rangers who are playing badly right now, then I'll be feeling pretty good. what would that be eleven and six could have started worse it would
1: be pretty good it would be pretty good, and we're facing dudes named Glenn Otto and Spencer Howard and Somebody else, so you know, not names that strike fear in my heart, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely not. Well, Glenn, I wanted to definitely not Glenn Otto.
1: <laughs> no, although I feel like he messed us up before. I wanted to just revisit the lineup, especially with Bethancourt was just put on the forty-man roster. It seems like he's really carved a role out for himself, possibly.
0: Yeah, uh, I didn't realize how tall he was.
1: So if we looked at, like, today's lineup, I really don't hate this lineup that much. We got Tony in left, Sheldon Noisy at third, Sean Murphy catching, Seth Brown at first, Beth and Court and DH, McKinney in right, Andrus at short, Pache in center, Nick Allen at second. So we're, of course, missing, like, Chad Pinder. If we, if we had Chad, Chad Pinder healthy, that would be good. But dude, Nick Allen, he of
0: his first major
1: league hit. He got a double today, and he that really hustled it day. out for the double. It was nice to see. And then he hustled but it for four. I'm looking at this lineup, and I'm just kind of thinking. I mean, we could we could put Elvis on the bench, Allen at short, Tony at second, Chad Pinder in the left, possibly Piscotty over McKinney and right.
0: Yeah, uh, McKinney's 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 worrying me a little bit.
1: You know he's probably not the answer. Yeah. Fun little story for a moment.
0: Um. Yeah. He's. I. I was hoping that he was going to carve out a little bit of a role, and uh, I'm. I'm sorry, I think that's probably not going to happen. He's. He's looking a little bit lost up there.
1: I'm starting to like Kevin Smith a little bit, and then um, unfortunately mm. he made that boneheaded slide in the first pace, and now he's got like a bone bruise. So I, I'm not sure how long he'll be out.
0: I love Kevin Smith, but that was one of the. Craziest things I've
1: ever seen. It was a silly play. <laughs> it was a very silly uh, play. But Bethancourt, his numbers don't look admittedly great. He's hitting 208, 490 OPS, but he's he's had a couple big hits. He looks he, He's putting up decent at-bats. He's hit the ball pretty hard right at people, and he can catch and play first and play in the outfield. I mean, he's he's an Oakland A through and through.
0: <laughs> and I think, yeah, I mean, he, they, he can yeah, pitch. Yeah, yeah, bats have looked okay. Which makes me think, given a little bit of time, maybe he starts making some hard contact. You know, and that's one of the things about this lineup. Like, I, there's opportunities. You know, there are opportunities for these guys. So as long as, you know, like, I mean, as long as Sean Murphy and Sean Noisy and Tony Cab can help us keep our head above water, give some of these other guys time to maybe get comfortable there's it's the way we're playing right now. Isn't putting a bunch of pressure on young dudes, which I am a big fan of because we have a lot of young dudes and they're seeming to still, I mean, circling back to katse doing a great job. Um, I think he's putting them in positions to succeed, but not putting them in positions where if they lose it, if the team loses, it's their fault. Yeah. You know, totally. Um, and that's a pretty – that's a hard line to ride. So pretty meta move by um, Kodze, because, you know, he's he's really – he's managing the hell out of his team right now. And that is one of yep. the main reasons why they are winning.
1: There's uh, a lot of dudes making their big league debut in, you know, not necessarily huge moments, but for these individual games, they're big moments. Um, I think – what was it? Mikey McDonald made his big league debut. He was the last batter in the game yesterday. He was batting with two outs. The A's were down by one, and he struck out. But, you know, that's that's experience that he now gets to take with him moving forward in his big league career that he didn't have before. And, so... well, and it was,
0: you know, seemingly on the outside for no reason. He Mark, Mark Hott just kind of picks this guy and puts him in this spot. And, you know, we all hope he does well. But there's probably a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes, you know, like I'm sure he earned that at bat and Marcotte gave it to him and it didn't quite work out, but that's still, there's something to be said for that, you know? Mm
1: -hmm. And the ending before that, uh, I think it was Christian Lopes. He made his big league debut after like 10 years in the minor leagues, and he got to come up with runners on first and third and the eighth, and the A's were down by one. And it was another big moment, and he also struck out. But, yeah. again, like maybe these dudes don't strike out the next time they get put in that position purely because they've been there before.
0: Yeah, so, and there is so
1: – Here I we go, Mark Katze playing chess.
0: And I think it is. And he – you know, you're getting these moments out of the way when you're playing with house money. In these games that like don't really matter, but all of a sudden matter way more than you thought they were going to, you know, like it's, we're talking about a big at bat for Christian Lopes last night. Like you're right. Like it, it was, but also it's game 14, you know, like it's sick that they're playing well enough that you can infuse some motion into these things to like give these guys like a keyhole peek. Into like, if you stick around, it gets more intense. But like, this is a little bit of it, you know? Like, this is a big spot in the eighth inning of a major league game. It's the first two weeks of the season, but this is what it looks like. So, I don't know, I'm about it. I'm on board with, I'm on board with, with all of them. I love them all pretty much. What's it? Domingo Azevedo. I'm not, I'm not super sold on Domingo Azevedo yet, honestly. Um, and I may be entirely not sold on Justin Britton, but that's a conversation for a
1: different time. and <laughs> everything. But you know who I am sold on? Sam Mull.
0: Yes. Freaking. Strangely, I didn't, and I was not, I wouldn't have guessed that that would have been one that I would have been sold on, honestly. But he looks good. And you gotta love a lefty. He's a crafty lefty. You gotta love a crafty lefty.
1: Watching him last year, I did not think that dude was a big leaguer. And this year, I'm like, he might be our best,
0: he might be our best reliever. He's a, he's definitely, I think our best reliever from the left side fairly easily. Yes. You know. So.
1: so. let's see. I I revealed one of my favorite moments, Pache's catches. He made several great catches. I mean, there was a, a game that I felt they honestly maybe should have dedicated to him and he didn't even get a hit. So, lots of great catches that day. Um and then coming in at a close second, there was a moment today where Pache had homered and then Tony Kemp doubled and he came around to score and Tony was running through the dugout. He's on one for sure. And then you can just see him slapping Pache's butt and then Pache looks back like all startled. It's very cute. It <laughs> yeah, is, he, uh, it's on our Twitter in case you need to see that.
0: He definitely surprised him and it was nice to see. It was just a very whimsical moment.
1: Yeah, we're just yeah. we continue to add to the wholesome um butt memes.
0: <laughs> there it is. There is there is very wholesome butt content. And it's, it's By it's the end fun.
1: of the year we're going to have a whole
0: file full. Sometimes it's hard to have wholesome butt content, you know.
1: It, it is, but, but we're doing it right.
0: You can have butt content that isn't funny and you can have butt content that is wholesome, but it's hard to have butt content that is wholesome and funny. Um so but we that's the work that we do over here. That that's the that's the content that we you know we our knuckles bleed to bring these things to you so um but yeah that was a good one it was it's a very funny gif almost like obviously not as funny as the sean murphy butt gif <laughs> but still pretty funny you, um
1: you just can't top a perfectly chiseled
0: <laughs> no that is Have we have man i don't even we may have to do it we may have to do a little offshoot side to talk about everything that happened in that video but um My moment of the week, um, and I mean, I, he got, he got his second, I guess this was, I guess it wasn't even a save. Uh, we'll call it Danny Jimenez's first big moment. Um, game two against the Orioles, I believe. Uh, maybe game one. I think it was a game one, actually. We, they won five to one. Box score didn't look that exciting, but Frankie pitch is great and they're bringing Danny Jimenez in for the ninth inning. And we talked about him as a closing candidate, and we knew the stuff was good. And he pretty promptly loaded the bases with a four-run lead, um, which is a really good opportunity for a young dude who we're not sure about to pretty fall out of our graces pretty instantly. You know, like, I could be as high on you as I want, but if you give up a grand slam in the ninth inning of the tie game that we should win... I'm not going to be as big a fan of you. Um, and he loaded the loaded the bases, got to at least a 2-2 count. Maybe it may have been, might have been a full count. And then um, he struck Ryan McKenna out on a check swing. And I'm not going to lie, it was electric.
1: <laughs> I don't, I'm not even positive it was a swing, but I will take
0: it. It was electric. And he got it done, and he has subsequently nailed down at least one save, maybe two. Um, I think just one. Yeah, he just Just got got the
1: second save today. Second second save of the year.
0: I don't know if it was in this series. First
1: one was back in the Blue Jays series, I think.
0: Okay, okay. So second save of the year. Uh, Very clean inning. Looked great. Um, And kind of looks apart. I'm not going to lie. and part does, of, I'm not it. gonna lie, part of looking the part for some of these like elite dudes, is like randomly loading the bases sometimes. Like I don't, I don't love it. <laughs> um, but I think you know, I I, I think it was a Brian Wilson special. And Brian Wilson was the closer for multiple World Series teams, at least one World Series team. And Sergio Romo, I mean, I we I, I, we as Ace fans know very well how much of a roller coaster Sergio Romo pitching can be, and I think he has two rings, maybe three rings. So, you it's know, it's just
1: the nature of baseball. If you're pitching in these high leverage innings, they're going to get messy, and you got to know how to work your way out of that mess. Yep,
0: yeah. and you got to be able to throw pitches when dudes are on base in big spots, and he's done that multiple times now. So, um. My moment of the week is Danny Amendez getting himself in and out of trouble. Cause I love that.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Danny.
0: Um, and yeah, I mean, that's, we could honestly, we're, I think we're both in such a good mood about this. We could go on forever, but, um, yeah, we'll that's, all that we, for next time, that's all I that we, that's all that we said we were going to talk about for now. So I guess we'll wrap it up. Um, but good stuff. Good stuff. Eight and six feeling great. Like we can... I'm a
1: little salty that we're not in first, but whatever. Well, Half also, game is
0: nothing. I'm also feeling like we could have two more wins. We, like
1: eat... The A's have been in every single game this year, and at the end of the day, that's really all I want. Yeah,
0: and if they keep keeping themselves in games like this, then they're going to keep winning, I think. Yep. So, alrighty, well, Well, um, that's all we have. We will probably talk to you, not the end of the next series, but maybe the one after that. Because what, it's like a three-gamer starting tomorrow. So, you know, probably, I don't know, maybe this time next week.
1: That's right. Um, We will talk to you all then. Everyone have a great week. Enjoy the baseball. And go, Ace. Go, Ace.